I mean, I just don't think it would work out well for you because I feel like you would like spill the beans really quick. I would not. <laughs> I. <laughs> It's I genuinely think, not something I like to I engage with people though. I think you would have a hard time. <laughs> like you would be a pretty bad like one of those. Like you would give it away pretty quick. I can keep a secret very well. Like I can keep se- Can you? I can keep important stuff very well. But yes, sometimes I might accidentally <laughs> maybe say something I'm not supposed to. <laughs> the world's greatest spoiler. Hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Still, and thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. A lot to talk about today, but first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Audible link right there at the top of the page, signs up for their free audio book. It uh, is wonderful when you do so because it does help us out as well. I am listening to a Joe Hill book right now. Oh, is it as depressing, not depressing, as like terrifying as his other books? Uh, It's not depressing or terrifying yet. I just got into it, but it's like three different books in one. So it's like a compilation kind of thing. Um, It's, you know, it's, I'm sure it's going to be horrible and it's going to, uh, I mean, not horrible. The book's going to be really good, but I'm sure it's going to give me some kind of nightmare. Oh, yeah. At some point. And it's going like heart shaped box. I still think of like what, some of the visuals that I'm not going to say because I don't want to spoil yeah. anything. See, heart shaped box didn't mess with me quite as much as it messed with you. I think because I stopped it right at that one particular point, and in that, um, and when I was reading it before, because this was like in 2008 or something, I wasn't as broken as I am now. So now I was oh. able to get, I was able to get through it, and um, you know, this time around. This time around, okay. Yeah, I guess that makes more sense. So just a little <laughs> bit more broken. Um, Perfect. Speaking of broken, it is. Uh, Wednesday, August 26, 2020, in the year of our apocalypse, for those of you keeping track at home of how many days it's been, I don't know, but it doesn't matter. That's where we're at right now, so. I mean, that's not how many days it's been, it's just another day and forever. Yeah, but I mean, I'm giving the date if somebody was keeping track of how many days. I don't know how many days mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, I'm not sure. But it is August 26th. 2020. Sarah, how are you doing over there? I'm doing good. I'm doing so sorry. So you might have noticed that we did not have a show yesterday. And this was because, uh, as we've talked about before, I am a real estate agent and I did have a listing that had gone pending. And it's kind of, you know, it's completely terrifying when you're waiting for everything to close because there's so many, you know, things that need to be done and checks and things signed and everything. Uh And everything went through and my house closed yesterday. Congratulations. Thank you. It that's is great. I know that's a lot of work that you put in for that. It is a lot of work and and it feels really good to have that accomplished because it it is behind the scenes quite stressful. Yeah. Just because you know you're dealing with um, you know, a lot of money and a lot of emotions and a yep. lot of things that need to be exactly properly signed or else everything can fall apart. I mean, well, it's there, just, that's <laughs> a lot on the line for a lot of parties. Yeah, that's a lot to handle. It is, I know, and, and you manage. see, yeah, and I see, you know, I'm a, I'm a part of a bunch of real estate groups, and you see, like, you know, transactions that people have been working in the last second, everything falls apart, and so all you're thinking about is just, like, just keep this together, everyone just keep everything together, and just keep on the right track, and it, it totally worked out, and I'm super excited. Um, is it, or is it not true that it sold for more than yours? It did. Because I, uh, you got more than what was even originally asked. Yes, so we had some great offers, and I actually take some credit. You did a good okay. job. All right, so I got their yeah. house. Uh, I got their house Everybody sold for um, eleven thousand dollars more than asking. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, you should be proud of. And that. you know, That's and my cool. my clients and my friends, Courtney and Brian, put in the work to make the house look amazing. So oh, I, mean, I know it was it's just, a team effort, but yeah, take but it was, some credit for yourself too. Okay, yes, and I, I yeah, I did do some hard work. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know you did. So well, it's congrats. pretty That's amazing. That's a great reason to have to, uh, <laughs> you know, 
take some time off. Oh, that's, Courtney's that's, so sweet. She said she's great. being so modest. She did amazing. Thank you, Courtney. Yeah, it, it was really, it's a special thing. So I got to actually, because um, we were looking at some houses, because now they're looking for their um, their next home to move into. Um, and so we went and, you know, grabbed a socially distant slice of pizza and a beer after. And um, and they actually, I got to sit with them um, together and we got to change it from pending to sold. Cool. And then watch it all push out because basically it all goes from the RMLS system. And then once you change that within like five minutes, like Zillow and Redfin and all the other ones, like it starts to like ping, ping, like you get notifications like this property has sold for this amount of money. And it's pretty cool. Cool. And That's going to be a neat. good feeling. It was neat to have like other their kids like be able to see and like I'm like, and this is what you do and you push it. And then we would refresh to see it. And it said like, this is what it was listed for. This is how much it sold for. This is how much over, you know, the percentage that it actually sold for more. And it was it was pretty neat. That's pretty cool. It's it's very cool. It does. It makes all the stress and everything like totally worth it. And plus, like to get to help people, like oh god, achieve their fucking dreams. I sound like such a fucking ding dong, but it's true. You sound like a real estate agent. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you started this and you you were like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to handle it, and it's this is stressful. And I mean, now you're. This is like the second time you've done this. Yes. Like now it's, this is, you're like a veteran now. And I've established like a lot of relationships like over the course of doing this. Like I have met a ton of agents. Do you start using the follow your dreams thing though in like normal speeches outside of real estate? No, but I really do think I just that like, people should follow their dreams. I know. Well, I know you do. It's just... <laughs> you know that I do. <laughs> no matter what they are, you should follow them. When you start speaking. And if buying like, or selling a home is your dream, let me help like you. Like calendar quotes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously, though, I do that a lot. I'm a walking fucking there. bumper the sticker. Stress is worth it because the pot of gold yes. at the end of the long walk is something sometimes worth waiting for. It's not, not the journey, one, it's the destination. Oh, and then other no. times it's the opposite. Do you use that one? No. I don't know. Probably. Oh. Probably. But it really is a lot of woo woo because, like, you get feeling like fucking woo woo. Like, like, sometimes it feels just like. A lot of it is also, you know, like what works for people and what doesn't. And there's also like sure. weird, you know, vibes. Like you walk into places and sometimes, God, this sounds so dorky. But it's true. <laughs> like you walk into a place. I totally believe you, but I'm still going to laugh. And it you looks said, like something. You know, you got to get the vibes. <laughs> and you get, but you do. Because you, you can look at a, a billion pictures of a place, but you don't get a feel for it unless you finally get inside of there. Like yeah. you can, and then you can get a feel for it to see like what it actually feels like. It is different going into the house. And that is like the most exciting thing is getting to see like all these crazy ass properties that I've, you know, that I would never be able to see. Yeah. Like I've been in tree houses and places with like hidden rooms and tunnels that went a long time ago with the fucking bloody altar in the basement. Yeah. That's right. You did have a bloody altar. Yeah. In the and basement. then also get to see like the toppermost of the poppermost with like, like these rich fancy mansions and stuff. It's, it's cool. I will say it's cool. Like that part is pretty neat. And still like having my magic key that can unlock those boxes. And I'm like, I'm allowed to be in here. It yeah. still never gets old. It's legal. It never gets old. When that you can't box, kick me out. When that box opens and I put in my passcode and then it's like, and then I pull out the key. It's and like, legal peeping. I, it's just total legal peeping. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Plus it gives you like good ideas for how you want to decorate stuff anyway. And like what does and doesn't work. Oh, I never thought about that. Oh, yeah. It's neat. Like I've seen like like pictures and like paintings and you know, like light fixtures that I've liked that I've like kind of make like a mental note or like write a note to myself like look up like where they got this cuz this is amazing. Huh. Mhm. Well, good idea. Well, congratulations. Thank you. That is very very cool. Thank you and congrats so, to my clients for yeah. having a great house and, and thank Seriously, you for picking me. That's that's amazing. But what you were talking about Yeah, I was talking about something else. <laughs> and I think it's a superpower that you have and I have never encountered anyone who quite has 
the ability that you and have. I don't mean to. To totally spoil television shows and movies. Like, just at the, like, even, it's like you can't help it. I mean, not even that intentionally. It's that you can't control yourself from doing it. What are you talking It's like it's a, like, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing, like, there's no, nothing you could do to stop it from happening. I think I'm trying to have a conversation with you about it because I also, I too have like liked something, but then oh, maybe it's not I just, say the wrong thing. It's not just this one time, but it has happened quite a bit. Would you say that this is like a recurring thing? For I other mean, it's people? a recurring thing with you. No, you're it's not just me. That I'm spoiling you don't try stuff. to cover this up. You know, it's other people too. Okay, there's one other time I can think of when I accidentally spoiled something for Jessica. I can't remember what it was. See, and now you're going to try to think of it, and you're no, going to spoil gonna it again. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm you're not going to spoil it again. It. <laughs> see, that's what I was wondering, and I don't know how to actually put you to the test on this to see if there's something that we could do where you just you can't spoil something. I I don't spoil things. Oh, but you do. Oh, but you do. Um, I have never in my life told anyone who killed Laura Palmer. I'm I very feel like you were just that. about to do it. I'm right not going to do it. Stop <laughs> it. Like, so, and by the way, this is different from me being able to keep, I can keep secrets from people, from other human friends. We are talking specifically about television shows and movies that I, and yeah, that's it. And books. No books. And books. What book? Sarah. This is, I mean, look, you can either Oh, are you talking this. about when I told you about, no, I'm just <laughs> It's it's either something you can admit or something you can't. Now, Canada's saying, can you really spoil a 20-year-old show? Um, that's not all Sarah spoils. She's spoiled a show that is out right now for me. Three times, actually. Oh, my but God. You, By spoiling? Sarah. That is not spoiling. It is two. It is two. Okay, maybe we should bring Rick on and we can determine. Like, I'm not going to spoil something on this show for anybody. So I can't give the exact thing that you did because it's a current show and I don't want to ruin some of the surprises for everybody. It was nothing. Did it or did did you or did you not tell me something you that hadn't come to pass the show? You told me that you were further in the that season than you were. Sarah. And then I also looked at the trailer for it and they uh, they said it in the trailer. Sarah. Is it really a spoiler if they say it in the trailer? Is it really yes. a spoiler? No. Are you really trying to defend yourself on this? I want to ask our friends out there. Well, uh, here's the... <laughs> if it's in the trailer, is it a spoiler? You know I didn't watch the trailer because I went right into it. That's true. I don't watch trailers either because they spoil things. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but if you would have, it would have been spoiled for you already. So that... You also spoiled a reveal for an entire season for me from this same show I will tell you what it is um, okay uh, let's go ahead maybe we should bring Rick on here and then we'll, we'll figure out I'll see if there's some way that we can test the abilities of you to not spoil something like maybe no, you no I don't want to make people mad at me no no we'd have to pick a show that like probably everybody's seen like The Office or something or um, and how you would describe that show without spoiling That's it. very complicated. I would need to prepare for that. No, I think we got to No, how would I explain like a t- 20 season show without ruining anything? You don't. That's the key. Okay. Okay. Let's go ahead and do this. Let's go ahead and bring on Rick Emerson. I'll explain what's going on. Uh, we'll be right back here in just a minute with more Final Point Radio. Dot com. 
they make this cone uh, thing, and I only know this because there's, so there's a dog. Philo, what have we said about that? Don't okay. I will. By the I, way, Rick Emerson's here on the show. We'll, we'll oh, we just gonna go live? Yeah, we'll yeah. scroll <laughs> in with that. <laughs> we're Sorry. talking dogs. Hey, no, you're fine. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to say something about. I thought you were talking to Philo. Yeah, I was just lecturing Philo. He's so I, I know that this is well traveled territory, but so he does this thing of like relentlessly licking his paws like a crazy dog. And but but then recently he's changed it to where he like licks his ankles, like so it's not his paws, it's his ankles. So now his fur is all one color except for his ankles, which are a different color than the rest of him, because like his. Like it, it, like it stains his fur or whatever. It's like when they get the tears on their eyes, you know, and it oh, sort of yeah. stains their fur. So it's like something in their saliva. It's like an enzyme that stains their fur. So now he, it looks like he's wearing like wristbands, basically. So he's got like, he's like blonde, but then he's got like red wrists on his. It's just he looks ridiculous. So. Oh, I didn't even think it could get more ridiculously adorable looking. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> Hello, Hi. okay. Let's Little wristbands. Uh, Rick, something we were talking about here before you came on. Has to do with Sarah, but more importantly, I think there's a question that I want to propose to you and to everybody to determine if this is what would count as this or not. So Sarah, we've determined is not we like this is a that's kind a of a walking perspective. We yeah, like that's Greg. <laughs> She's a this. walking spoiler for television shows and movies. And I I was talking to her about this. So there's a series out. I guess I can say the series because I'm not going to spoil it. But um, the Umbrella Academy which I'm watching for the first time. Have you watched that, Rick? No, I mean, I've heard of it, but I haven't. I The last, I mean, I think we've talked about this before, but I just, at some point, I sort of I sort of got away from television, except yeah. for, I mean, I watched Better Call Saul. I'm keeping up with that, and I, and I was watching Stranger Things. But I think literally, I think that's it. And it's like, at a certain point, it's like I stepped away from television for a while just because I was busy with other stuff. And now it's like, it actually is sort of like daunting. It's sort of oh. intimidating. And so it's like I it's it's like trying to get on a it's like trying to get on a really fast like escalator or something now. I'm just like, I don't even think I can do it. And so I'm just like, I'm afraid to go back because I feel like I'll never catch up. That's oh yeah, I, it would be impossible. There's so much. Well, and that's how I feel whenever I hear about like Greg talking about like um like tech stuff and like social media, like this is when I'm sound like a fucking old person, like tech and all that stuff like i feel like i got as far as like instagram and then i don't think i can go any further yeah that was your dropping off point yeah i don't understand how anything else it's it's too overwhelming and there's too much going on like there seems like it's like have you why haven't you downloaded lunchbox yet i'm like i don't know what this is i mean i could tell you for because i have to keep up with that stuff for my other job um and it's it's overwhelming how many there are because it doesn't stop at tiktok there's like a billion like tiktok competitors that are out there that are try that are like huge. I think like it, hundreds of millions of people download them. I think at some point you have to do a quiz to Rick and I and make us guess whether or not it's a real thing or a fake thing. I could do that. <laughs> I I think that um, I may have mentioned that I can't remember if we've talked about this or if I just thought it, but I heard somebody make the observation that you know, like a, a, a like a sort of indicator that you've become like officially, if not an old person, at least a middle aged person. You reach the age where you can be trolled by people making up top 40 artists, you know? <laughs> yeah. Can, you know, it's like they can give you the list of the top five artists and songs. And if you can't tell that they're fucking with you, you know, when they're like, uh, it's Billie Eilish. And then also, uh, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you know, just like Lil whatever. They're like all insert, Lil. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or 
you're young somebody, you know, and it's just like, you're like, I have no, I have no idea. Sure. Yeah. There's a great bit. I think it was either the daily show or somebody did it where they sent somebody out to um, Coachella and they just mm-hmm. walked around and asked these people going to Coachella and made up band names. We're like, Oh yeah. What, what is, what did you think about the performance from, you know, dump truck? And they'd be like, Oh yeah, you know, they were great. I, I love their, I mean, their first album was one of my favorites and that it's just completely oh, made up so, shit and so just getting I these people their, to make shit. Uh, I have their seven inch. You probably yeah. haven't heard that. It's pretty, uh, it was an import. And no, it's like when I saw that there was a guy, like a, a, a hip hopper named, um, like, at some point, I mean, I know that my generation had all the same weird band names and shit, but it's like at some point we just reached this event horizon where every every like rap artist, it's like they have young or Lil somewhere in their name. Oh yeah, and and so like at some point there was like Lil Yachty, and and, <laughs> and that was the thing where I was like, wait a minute, is there really a guy named Lil Yachty, or are they like fucking with me? And I and they're trying to see if like let's let's screw with the old guy. And I honestly had to like go look it up to make sure that it was a real thing. So oh, and then yeah. then they do this thing where there's the where there's the actual name, well, there's the legal name, and then there's the professional name. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to let we you know, uh, Lil Yachty has... 127 million views on Weber Jesus video, Christ so. are you kidding also here's he also has by the way I swear to God he has his own Old Spice scent <laughs> <laughs> or no it's Axe he has his own Axe body spray scent I've got a coworker um, who's a huge wait what's his Yachty name fan. Old Yachty or Little Yachty Little Little oh, Yachty Little Yachty Little Yachty yeah, American I've rapper. known about him for a while just because the guy I work with is oh such dear a big lord fan. all right and so so there's like you know there'll be like a rap artist who has like you know he has the like his legal name like the name he was born with and then he has his stage name and then there's like some unconnected slang name that that you're just supposed to know so like is it true that hold on so who is it that's i sound both old and like <laughs> i sound whiter than May have beaten Scott Daly on the whiteness. Um, but it's like uh, it was was it it was like Little Wayne or somebody. Is it Little Wayne that's also wheezy? Yes, that is true. Okay, maybe I should I, be answering these questions for both you and Sarah. I okay, I just mean, because you know some of it doesn't mean you're cooler than us. You just have like the <laughs> basic knowledge. <laughs> I mean, okay, but still more than you. <laughs> no, that's true. I I just looked up Little Yachty, which. I cannot believe it's a thing. And there's a whole article talking about the difference between Little Yachty and Little Boat. <laughs> Wait, is Little Boat an actual just a boat or is it a person? I think it's a person. Okay. So I think Little Boat is another. Little Boat. Little Boat. They're technically the same thing. They're I don't know te- if you want to break the news to them, but I mean, it's. Uh, and then I know I've totally taken us off off the track. So I'll get oh, this we didn't have a track, so we'll just go with it. I mean, there's <laughs> no, there's something we're coming back to. Sarah's but, trying to avoid like, it. But. Uh, like I don't know how you guys discover new music these days or whatever, because you know it's like you know it's not like the radio is helping me out or whatever, and I'm not you know it's not like I apparently the VMAs still exist. I don't know why or how or whatever, but um, but what I'll do is like like a couple times a week I'll go to I use um just Apple Music and I'll, I'll just go and I'll check out like new releases and sometimes I'll just browse by genre or sometimes I'll just be like you know what are the most listened to tracks and it's sometimes amazing because like I'll look at the most like the 50 most listened to songs and like I will, I will recognize like fuck all like I have zero again it's like a bit you here's how you know I'm an old person because 
every old person does exactly what I do, which is if they, when they're trying to sound sort of hip, they reference Billie Eilish because that's the only oh, person. <laughs> that's like, I mean, like that's gone to the, I mean, it's become this weird, it's got, it's done this whole U-turn now where if you mention Billie Eilish, they know that you're old. <gasps> that's like, totally it. Just, <laughs> but that's I, funny. I don't think it's just us old people though. I think that it's a specific type of old person that's really out of it because I know friends who are around my age who know who all these people are because they have children. So I think it's like uh, maybe being childless yeah. in our age because my friends with kids will talk about like, oh yeah, she wants, like she'll be sing like my friends will be singing along with like some weird ass fucking song I've never heard before that makes no sense. And I'm then, and then I feel like super old because all I hear is like loud noises and, and they're singing all the words. I'm like, what is it? She's like, oh yeah, it's like, you know, whatever, little boat or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Bodie McBoat little face. Bodie McBoat um, face. there's, <laughs> But then I saw this guy, uh, was, uh, his, because now the, the new trend now, I am sort of fascinated by the taxonomy and the sort of just the nomenclature that they're using in like the name schemes of, of uh, in hip hop. Taxonomy, the, taxonomy, nomenclature, and name schemes. I love it, Rick. Keep bringing that vocabulary. God, I wish Keelan King was listening right now. I, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Listening to just three just, white idiots. Just so he could be shaking his head sadly. And just, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> I weep for my art form, um, but um, but uh, but I am kind of fascinated with how names progress in music. I mean, in whatever genre, because I mean, so like so like there was this period of time in the the nineties uh, where like with rock bands, like it was like every rock band for a while had to have machine in the name somehow. It was like Machine Head, My Sister's Machine, Machines of Loving Grace. It was Rage, Rage Against the machine. machine, yeah. And then for a while, every band had mud in it. It was like mud. Yes. Honey, Mud vein, stereo mud, puddle of mud. Yep. And so it goes in streaks like this. And so for a while, then it was like Lil whatever. And then it was like, you know, it was like young whatever. That was like the prefix for a while. And now we're doing this thing in hip hop, apparently, where the stage names are both lengthy and how do I put this? Stupid. And they're sort of interestingly dull and matter of fact so like literally so because and i think this started with with tyler the creator um and he was the guy who he headed up um uh what is it, odd world or whatever that his collective was but he was this guy tyler the creator who was you know i i know a little bit about him but he's you know he's sort of a you know he's sort of a uh um you know he's a little bit of a maestro in the sense that he like writes it he produces it he raps it he does his own art he does everything it's like a self-contained he's really you know sort of this like a maven you know in, in and he's hugely influential but he's got this whole sort of collective now and so tyler the creator is interesting but it's also just very straightforward so now there's like this associate of his who i swear to god his name is just earl sweatshirt <laughs> oh, what? And it's like, that's almost interesting because it's so dull. Like it's kind of becomes fascinating and, and sort of colorful because it's so plain. What's your name? Earl Sweatshirt. It's that like, is okay. fascinating. I'm looking at it because it says related to Earl Sweatshirt. It says Earl Sweatshirt, Tyler, the creator, the last one in the yeah. line, Little Yachty. Okay. Well, so, you know, it's, it's, which is just, and then there's, and then there's, then there's a guy whose name is, his name is, um, it was like, his name is like young boy never broke again. All one word. <laughs> and I think that this, in fact, stems back to Greg. will know what I'm talking about here. I think this goes back a little bit to that. Who was that guy? Was it was it the XFL, the guy that had the guy named He Hate Me? Yep. yep. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I think that 
And that was like all one word too, which was sort of awesome. That was like some branding on another level, that guy. And so yeah, he sold a lot, a lot of jerseys with that one. Yeah. Anyway, so Earl's sweatshirt is what I'm saying. I'm looking at this because I kept getting, um, you know, when you read particular articles, I, I get a lot of these advertisements for like, you know, someone's like new albums coming out. I remember seeing this one and I just was looking up uh, new rappers. And there's this one who was like a grown ass man. And he was like, you know, like, and it was clearly like the album cover. And then his name was the baby yes he's huge he's huge. apparently last huge. year was a big year for the baby that's okay because i look at him like wait his name is the baby <laughs> i just i just had this recently and i was thinking it's that such an old person time. yes we yeah. are old Craig. spoilers well, <laughs> look i mean one of the biggest rock stars you know of our generation was a guy named the edge so what the fuck are you know, like, totally. I know from anything? Oh, totally and i heard you know and the thing is you Liberty can even i mean i'm old enough now that i can see like how you can just do a Mad Libs, like you can just take all the shitty, lame jokes from the 90s and you could just transplant them to now. Oh, for sure. Because I remember, you know, seeing hack comics going like, you know, talking about, so, you know, are his parents Mr. and Mrs. The Edge? Wah, wah, wah. You know, it would just, and, yeah. you know, like every bad DJ made those jokes. And so you could, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there's somebody, there's a morning show right now making those same jokes about the baby. Um if I recall correctly, Earl Sweatshirt has an album. It's either an album or a single, and I swear to God, it's just called I Don't Go Outside, I Don't Do Shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kind even of appreciating this. Anyway. Earl's the point is wow. the name. Okay. Yeah, what was the question here? I don't, I don't know how we got down this road, but... To bring, well, now I feel like you know more about the rappers than I do. Right? Like, I don't think that if we had a competition, you would actually know some of them. And I don't know if the baby was from last year and I'm just hearing about it like this morning. Well, I don't think I'm, I'd be very good at that. That's true. Um, but to go back to what we were talking about at the beginning here with Sarah, this what? is what I wanted to ask. And I want to ask everybody this because I don't know if this counts or not. And it has to do with spoilers. Sarah has this knack and it's it's documented like it's you've done this with other people too where it's like it's not that she intentionally wants to spoil something for somebody it's that she can't help but to spoil it for somebody but see but i'm questioning what a spoiler is because what no that's that's fine and maybe we should put that out there so uh, and I'm not, for everybody listening, I'm not going to spoil anything from the Umbrella Academy. But uh, if you haven't seen it, you know, it, it doesn't, it won't really matter much of what, uh, what I say as far as, like I said, I'm, we're not going to, and Sarah, please don't spoil anything with it. Oh, I'm not going to. But it's God. from, <laughs> it's based oh. on, it's actually, it's based on the, uh, the comic book series from Gerard Way. Which I think I ta- maybe we talked about. Oh, last right. Week. You mentioned that yeah. last week. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Also, the soundtrack is awesome. The soundtrack is really good. Right, the like, Spotify sound, like if you go to Spotify and listen to it, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah. So I think even if you don't watch the show, I think you'd appreciate the well, way and the so, music put together. And so when you say that, I mean, is it that you inadvertently spoil things or is it just. Yeah. I don't mean to. So, like, And I think that his way of. Well, no, let's just put this out there for, so that people can, deci- <laughs> people can decide. So I'll give a situation of something that happened. And. Somebody and, and we've got our live chat going too, so you can say whether or not you think this is a spoiler. So there's two seasons that are out, and I'm just watching the first season. I've been behind on this, this but the second season just came out like I don't know, like a couple weeks ago or something. Maybe no, it was like a month month ago. A month ago, yeah. Month ago. So I'm not to that yet. I'm like halfway through the first season, and I happened to be watching it here when Sarah came over and she sat down and you know, it's an ensemble cast. There's a lot of things that go on. 
and you know how series are now. Like somebody's probably not going to make it. Somebody is going to make it. You know, there's they really no way do kill they kill a lot more people. Yeah, there's no lately. way they keep those whole casts usually for like multiple seasons. And Sarah sits down, and there's a it's a scene with a whole bunch of turmoil where you don't know what's going to happen with certain characters in that in that setting in the series. And she goes, "Wow, that guy looks really different in the second season." <laughs> so I want to ask: Is does that count as a spoiler? Well, I mean, I guess you know he doesn't die, so maybe. It's, but I mean, it depends. I mean, is it a two-season show or is it yes. a five-season show? It's two seasons. Only two seasons? Oh, uh, it's been. I think it's already renewed for another one. Yeah, but they're only two like seasons. The, that the second season right just came out. I just made a notice about how this person looks different than this. Show is very chaotic. You don't know what's going to happen with anybody. So, well, I guess what I'm saying is, like, if the show is more than two seasons, I'd say that is not a spoiler because something could still happen to him in season three or whatever. I mean, in other words, knowing he's around for season two might be a spoiler if there's only two seasons ever. If it's a two season show, period. You know, but now you know. But so I would say that's not that's a that's a quasi spoiler. Okay, because thank you because I never even said like. Like, does he, is he in the entire season? Is he just a flashback? You don't know. Like, I never made any references to, like, him and what. So the follow-up <laughs> was this, where I was like, Sarah, like, that, that spoils it for me. Because now I know this this character is going to make it out to the second season. Which, what, you're so disappointed because, that they weren't murdered? <laughs> well, no, that doesn't do with it. It's just that that's how, that's how the show works. So, so I'm like, okay, well, now I know this is one that's going to make it. So that gives me an idea of how this whole thing plays out. Then you followed it up by this. And at this point, there's not really an established hierarchy of things. You go, yeah, but he's like the main guy. How could you, how could you not know he's making it the second season? I didn't know he was the main guy because at that point in the series, you don't know that I didn't you don't know main, much main, about this character. Said he's an and important so, character. <laughs> Eh, I mean, I I would say on the I I would say you know if there's like you know uh, uh, if there's like a, a, you know murder one and then there's murder five or whatever I would say that that's a spoiler like three it's not like you know in other words saying a guy dies that's a big spoiler because there are exceptions obviously but that's usually not a thing you come back from you're dead you're dead you're gone. Mm. Saying you live is less of a spoiler because you could still die in the next episode or the next season or whatever. It, it's less, I would say that's less of a spoiler. It's not, Thank you. it is not, in other words, saying like Dumbledore, you know, well, I'm glad Dumbledore lives through this book, you know, or whatever. Like that's not much of a spoiler because you don't know what happens in the future. It's, it's kind of a spoiler, but it's a mild spoiler. That would be my take on it. But then saying that person is the main person. I didn't say the main, I said an important character. I don't believe there's somewhere in between there. Okay. What this happened? Like there is. There is. See, I would say that's not a spoiler at all, and here's why: because I say now in uh, in what uh, in what author uh, Brett Martin calls the what does he call it um, the uh, the second golden age of television or whatever this is like the that um, because we are in this era now, like once upon a time, saying he's the main guy was the same as saying he'll live through the whole series. Nothing will happen to him. Now that's not necessarily true. You know, you could you could technically be the star or the main character and get killed off. You know, it doesn't happen a lot, but it could happen. I say 
I would say that's not much of a spoiler. I but, would say though, so at that point in the series, it wasn't established who, where, the, how the okay, hierarchy works. Okay, we're going to go back and forth. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say that. Uh, no, I know, I know. It's a, you know, it's an ensemble cast. It is. There are a lot. You of don't know who, where the hierarchy, where the pecking order comes out until yeah. later. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, okay. that's, I, I would say that wouldn't keep me from that. Wouldn't, I would not feel, here's the thing. I know like fuck all about that show. I don't know anything about it right. at all. And so I don't feel spoiled by certainly the second statement. I would say that doesn't, I would say the second one doesn't count. Yeah. You know, because okay. that doesn't, because it doesn't really, because whether somebody is, is the main character now doesn't have a lot, it has much less bearing on their story arc than it used to. It used to be that, like, if you're the main character, like, you're there until, like, your agent asks for too much money and then they might write you off. <laughs> uh, now you could be written off, like, at the drop of a hat just because the, the story, just because the showrunner wants to kill your character. And so that doesn't, it doesn't really spoil, you can't really guess a whole lot about it just by knowing somebody's the main character. Well, I, I just, mean, you know, so. Yeah, I just spoiled something for myself because I just have been watching Killing Eve and I was trying to find where I could find watch season three. And there's an, a thing that happens that in the first thing, I'm like, where can I find season three, episode one online? And it's just like, oh, what about this big plot twist when this thing happens to this character? I'm like, well, you gotta be you careful what you kidding? click on for that. I know. I was just trying to find it, and then I'm like, well, that happens. So, so oh, I spoiled no, I, something for myself. <laughs> I actually have like, there's been times when I like I watched that David Simon series, The Deuce, um, uh, that wrapped up last year, which you know was not like it was not a um, you know, I mean, there there were spoilers in the sense that there were characters that died and whatever. It wasn't like a mystery show. Like, it wasn't like a lost type show where there was going to be some big, you know, reveal or whatever. But, you know, I I didn't want to know a whole lot about it. So I, I totally went into some media blackout. Like, I, you have to do that now. You have to just put yourself, you know, because there's always going to be dickheads that want to, like, you know, ruin it before, like, you know, before everybody finds out. And then there's also just going to be you know, algorithms that fuck up and show you spoilers when you're all you're asking is what the weather's going to be tomorrow. And, <laughs> exactly. you know, tomorrow, you mean, you mean the day <laughs> and you're just like, oh, you know, <laughs> so it's, you know, I, that's a 20 year old that, show. That's, that's, a, yeah. <laughs> well, see, and that's another thing is like now, <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> okay. about this the other day, Very actually. Oh, okay. I'm still, I'm still like wrecked about that whole thing. So it let me just, right. Very surprising. I have to say, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, which is, I don't know, like, at what point, because everything exists forever now in terms of streaming and in terms of iTunes and whatever, like, is there a cutoff point now where it's socially acceptable to say, like, hey, so here's the thing, Sean Bean's character dies, you know, or whatever. Like, is there, oh, yeah. like, is there, when is that okay now? I think it's got to be... I've talked about this before, like trying to come up with the rules of what the spoilers are. Because I think if it's a series that just came out, you should have to wait at least six months before people can get a chance to see it. If it's a movie, less. Because movies, you mm. got to go see that. I don't know, maybe That's true, a if month. it's only like an hour and a half or two hours, then you can... Yeah, I mean, because a movie's going to get talked about. Yeah. But see, if I know a series, that... I, think you, I think you should wait before you start posting direct, like, complete spoilers. Oh, I think you should never, ever post complete spoilers. You just I know people me. that feel that you have to, that you should now wait until a series is done and concluded. Because... You, that could be years, though. I, but that's my thing. It's like, it's just, it's so, it's so hard to know at this point. It's just, it's like, you know, it's, it's so difficult to... Although, can I just say, here's the thing. 
I know that we're like, I know that Game of Thrones ended like 20 years ago or whatever. So, and also I quit watching like early. So it's not, you know. Yeah. So I, I, don't have a, yeah. I don't have a lot to like say about it except this. Can I just tell you, I knew from like episode one that, uh, oh God, it's, uh, it's, I'm, it's late in the day. So now I'm, I'm for me and I'm under caffeinated. So I'm loopy. Um, uh, Tyrion Lannister. Yes. Yeah. He's awesome. Is that, what's the actor's name? Uh, gosh, no, I'm blanking. Station agent guy. Yeah. Um, Greg, oh my know God. This. I know I do now. That's one of those things where just at the last second, if you oh, had just it. asked me casually a minute ago, I would have been fine. Yeah. Now I, I just, like, uh, Peter Dinklage. Yes. Thank you. Peter Dinklage. There you go. Um, can I just say, first of all, from like, from like the first five minutes of that show, I was like, he's going to live for the entire series. They won't kill him. I just knew it. I was just, there's no way. Like I, I, that was, that is one of the reasons I'm not going to litigate Game of Thrones at this point because that's officially like retro and whatever. It's like pointless. But but I I was like, there's no way that character will die. There's no way that, that the showrunners will kill him off. It's just it's just not conceivable because the audience wouldn't accept it. There's just no way the audience would would tolerate that. Um, so it's a also. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't, well, no, is, that show it's was ridiculous like, for me to talk about Game of Thrones things at this point. But anyway, but that was the first thing I thought about when we were talking about like killing people off because that was the first show that really threw me off guard when you're watching it. And if if you haven't seen it by now, you should. And then like you know when they kill off the main character, like you're like, there's no fucking possible way that that's gonna happen. Like, cause, and then it just completely broke. But your, now everybody's got to like one up the other one. I know because that was the first one that actually broke my trust in a storyline because yeah. you think. You're like, there's no Thrones. way. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like, there's no way that they were going to be doing that. And then when that ends, it's like, and the next season, I'm like, okay, well, he has to be back. And nope. 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 That's He's just, just gone. That is what it is. I remember. So, so Joss Whedon, who sort of, Joss Whedon kind of pioneered the whole, uh, the whole punish the audience school of television making. <laughs> um, he has this whole thing of like, I don't give the audience what they want. I give them what they need, you know, which is not always the same thing. And that, I mean, that's sort of the, the television where we live in now, which is sort of more satisfying in some ways because it's a lot like life and it's, you know, things don't always work out correctly and whatever. But, but Joss Whedon actually, I mean, the number of times that he has just said, oh, yeah, here's this beautiful thing you love. Let me crush it in front of you, you know, and he, well, just, but he did this thing with, um, uh, with, wasn't Dollhouse? I think it was with Angel. Um, oh, I never saw Angel. I love Dollhouse, though. Um, I think I think it was I think it was with the Buffy spinoff Angel where he did this thing where he literally he literally shot this whole like the opening credit sequence and he like you know where they you know starring blah blah James Marston and blah 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 and they're showing all the different characters and it was like starring you know John McJohn as this guy and and the thing is and he did it just so he could kill that guy off in the first six minutes like he he. <laughs> He like totally shot like a bullshit credit sequence that made it seem like that guy was going to be the star of the show just so then he <laughs> could kill the guy off right away and like fuck with the audience, which is sort of awesome. And that it's kind of amazing. Like Nobody ever done that. I, re- I always pay attention when you don't know like a lot about a movie, especially if it's going to be like a horror movie or whatever. When you're watching the opening credits and you see some big name listed there that has not been advertised, you're like, well, I mean, that's who the fucking murderer is. Clearly, yeah. because they're not going to sign up for a show to just be like some extra. Like they're going to come in at some point, and you know that's who it's going to be. And the yeah. this is like I, I sometimes think about things that you know, in some ways, uh, it must have been so much easier to do a lot of things fifty or sixty years ago because the audience wasn't thinking five steps ahead. Like it's so hard to outsmart an audience now because 
you know, the audience just sees the twist coming and then they see the twist on the twist coming. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, and they, the audience is like, it's like, it's like playing chess at this point where the audience is like, you're having to outguess people who have grown up in this mediated culture, seeing every version of the twist and the fake out and the alternate ending and the, you know, and the red herring. And I mean, whereas like, I mean, uh, so I grew up, I mean, I, I'm a huge Alfred Hitchcock fan. And I remember watching Psycho a lot when I was a kid, because I just, you know, it was just one of those movies that I loved. Mm. And, and, you know, and that's when Psycho first came out. So Janet Lee, who is the woman who gets, spoiler, she gets killed in the shower. No. Um, and, you know, and at the time, she was a gigantic star. And also, it was like, not done at that point where you would bring in the main character and also a Hollywood, I mean, she was like a gigantic Hollywood celebrity and it was like unheard of that you would kill off a, a beloved movie star. And also she's the, the whole first hour of that movie makes you think that she's what the movie's about. And then he just like out of the blue has her take a shower and just fucking kills her right there. And apparently audiences like had, they like lost their shit. I mean, I guess they just had no, fucking idea that it was coming and really? it was just it was this idea that this the filmmaker toby hooper said he he um he said he was remember like sitting in the theater watching psycho and he said then i recognized that i was in the hands of an irresponsible filmmaker who <laughs> which is sort of awesome right that's kind and of a great amazing. compliment yeah oh no it's i mean it's like when you realize because he was like i realize now that like i could not trust this filmmaker because they always do that thing of you know well, my movie's like a roller coaster ride. And the thing is, a roller coaster ride, you you know that barring some catastrophe, you're going to come back safe at the end. Mm. And what Hitchcock said was like, Hitchcock is like, this is not a roller coaster ride. Or if it is, it's a poorly constructed roller coaster ride that might just shoot you into a swamp at some point. So <laughs> let's go. And I mean, that's a, you know, and I mean, uh, it's hard to do that now. I mean, like seven, I feel like did that. Um, yeah, there's a few, seven did, that's, that's what just kind of throws up. you off? Well, like I remember, yeah. like the pheno- I mean, this is kind of different, but the phenomenon of uh, Blair Witch Project, I remember. Yeah, Cabin was- in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. That's yeah, different. different. I actually just I, I saw it, but bits and pieces years and years ago, and I didn't. Re- I actually didn't remember what happened, so I just rewatched that last week, and holy shit, that's a great movie. It's an amazing movie. That yeah. movie, that movie is amazing. And I mean, that's one of those movies that is criminally underseen, too. Yeah. For anybody out there, if you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, watch watch it. It's it's not what you think. I mean, obviously, it's, but it's, oh no, it's I, just it's, so great. It's an amazing. I mean, that's how, one I don't like spoiling. Actually, now that I think about it, because that's so different. Yeah. Um, I had no idea what was happening because it completely was not what I expected. And it was. Oh, great. yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I so uh, yeah. This guy Eric Snyder, who uh, you know is a film critic, and and you know he was like he was like don't he was, and he gave me the full you know don't read about it, don't look up anything about it, don't don't research it, don't talk to anybody. He's just like you know see it without knowing anything about it. And I you know when people say that, I take that seriously. When people say like try not to learn anything about it before you watch it. Mm-hmm. That's a thing that I. Here's how fucked Hollywood is. Hollywood, they shot that film, they had it done and in the can, and then they just sat on it for three years. Because really? they just like, ah, we don't think there's an audience for it. Who wants to see this? And they just like left it on the shelf and then finally just sort of like shoved it into theaters like at the last minute and gave it no promotion at all. Oh, wow. Is, 
which is really just, you know, it's a it's a huge shame. Um, you know, Parasite is sort of like that. Um, I did like uh, that. And and that was like Parasite. They were like, don't read about it. Go in cold if you can. And I, I remember really being, you know, grateful uh, for that. I, you know, I am a huge fan of movies because it's really hard at this point to find a movie where you can come up with an interesting scenario that hasn't been done, mm-hmm. you know, and that is also, you know, that's graspable and commercial, but is also original. And, you know, Parasite did that, where it was the whole, like, what if, and then they have this great idea that somehow nobody else has done. Um, I, you know, I got to say for anybody who hasn't, uh, who hasn't seen at this point, if anybody has not seen the original uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, which is, for my money, it is that is the finest American horror film ever made. Mm-hmm. It is, it's, I, I mean, I watch that like once a year just because it's so well made. That is a movie where you watch it. And first of all, like, I know people who've avoided that movie because they think it's gory. And there's there's almost, what's amazing is there's almost no violence at all in the <sighs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's almost zero violence. But the entire movie, you feel like it's that Toby Hooper thing of like, you're like, I am in the hands of an untrustable filmmaker who's, who might do evil things to me at any moment. I remember watching that when I lived in London. We were like traveling to, um, we were staying in the small like cabin in the middle of like this field outside of Bath because we were going mm-hmm. to see like the, the, um, like the baths and everything mm-hmm. the next day. And that was one of the VHS tapes that they had that we could rent. And so I watched with like six of the other people that we were studying abroad. We watched in this creepy cabin. We watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it was stormy outside. And we're in the middle of the fucking countryside in, in England. It was, some, it was like one of the most terrifying nights of my life. I could not sleep that entire <laughs> night after watching oh, yeah. that. And it it holds up. I mean, that movie has not lost. I saw that actually. So the Hollywood theater showed it on the big screen last year on a 35 millimeter print. And it was like, it has not lost an ounce of, of its punch. I mean, it's, I typically hate it when people refer to non-musical things as being really punk rock, but that movie is like a really bracing punk album from 1975 that has just, you know, that still holds up where it's like, it's just this like sawed off shotgun of a film and you walk out and you feel like somebody has just gone over your like nerve with a cheese grater. I mean, it's oh, unbelievable. I remember the feeling of that movie. It is and that was years ago. It's eerie. It's been I must long, watch long it again. I've seen it long time. I think that, that I need to watch it again. Yeah. There was one, um, Rick, I was really thinking real quick, there's a new movie um, just along the lines of something that I hadn't seen before. Uh, Andy Samberg has a new one called uh, Palm Springs. Don't spoil that. I have I'm not seen it. I'm not going to say anything about it. I haven't it, seen it. But I'm just saying it's it's something very different. Okay, Palm Springs. Yeah, and don't look up anything about it. I was literally about to ask, is it in theaters now? It's on, uh, so it's on the Hulu. So okay. uh, just don't look up anything about it. It was it was a very surprising movie. I, I didn't like love it, love it, but I, I enjoyed it. Okay, Palm Springs. Okay, you got through that without spoiling it. I did. I know. That's all I said. Okay. <laughs> <Fucker>. <laughs> you know, here's I – but I was thinking about television the other day, actually, and about spoilers and stuff, and I was thinking about – so, like, uh, I mean – you know, this is one of those things where it's impossible to sort of explain to younger people. It's weird that there's like a whole generation now that has always expected television to be good and artistic and really <laughs> well made. Like they they don't understand the they don't understand that television was like terrible up until like five years ago, basically. Yes, the but shows. <laughs> they also have all of that reality television that they watch. 
Which is terrible and awful. It's a specter of us being old people. Look at that reality. But I mean, it's like both. They, there's both. Like it's, I think it's all out there at the same time. Yeah. Well, that's true. I guess you have the option at least now. There's, yeah. Um, that's, yeah. That's true. But so I is. guess reality TV shows now are like, you know, whatever. It's like that. Because, you know, like you go back and watch an episode of like Dallas or some some show that was like a big hit drama. And it's it's like watching something. It's like watching ice melt. You're just it's just so slow. I remember watching an episode of Dallas about five years ago just because, like, I somehow had, like, a DVD set of that that somebody gave me or whatever. And so I was, like, watching it, and there was – the amazing thing was there was no twists or fake-outs at all. If a guy looked like the bad guy, he was the bad guy. (laughs) If somebody looked like the good guy, he was the good guy. Everything was shot, like, in these ultra-bright rooms, you know, and everybody was, like, ultra – like, close-ups on the face. Everybody was overacting. I mean, it was just the music cues told you exactly how to feel at every moment. It was the worst television. But I was thinking about this, like how now we're in this era of hyper serial television. In other words, where literally like Breaking Bad's the best example where, you know, every episode is like a link in this chain. And if you miss one, you really either have to read a serious recap or you have to like, you know, try to figure out what's going on because it's like it's it's, you, you know, have one to big have story it. that's connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas back, you know, back when I was growing up and up and up through the 90s still, every episode was like a standalone episode. You know, there was like there was not really a lot of even like on ER, there weren't a lot of like really serious ongoing story. Like you could drop in and watch an episode and miss three weeks and come back and watch an episode and be fine. (laughs) What's weird is how you would think that it would have been the opposite. You would think that, that growing up with only three networks. And all of us were watching the same three networks because that's all there fucking was. Oh, yeah. You'd think that that would have been the time that they could have done. Everything could have been hyper serialized and connected because what? Of course, we were going to watch it. What other choice did what? what, (laughs) I mean, what am I going to do? Read a book like so it's like there was no I mean, it's weird that we didn't have serialized television in prime time growing up because I mean, everybody was watching you you just watch whatever was on. It didn't have to be That's good, even. Probably why, just because of the fact they could put on anything they wanted. Oh yeah, so the serialized yeah. was yeah. for the soap operas in the morning, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the soap operas. Well, I'm just realizing what time it is. I know that we got to wrap it up, but um, oh yeah, you got to scoot because I have you? to. But yeah. I want to talk about this some more though, because now now I'm onto this TV kick. Can we continue next week? We can continue next week. Also, Rick, would I'll, you maybe like I'll to come up with a social week? media quiz. I heard what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he continued. I see. Um, we're going to like freeze the action and, you know, and then Waylon yep. Jennings will come on and be, how's Greg going to get out of this one? Oh, boy. <laughs> see, we're making a serial Got podcast in link a real <laughs> for next week. <laughs> uh, yes. Jesus, uh, it's 1.30. How did that happen? I know, I know. right? All right, we go get some rest. And thank you for, sorry about the uh, wonky timeline this week. And we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no, it's fine. Ah. Uh, all right, so what is today? Monday? No, today's Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I know. I know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know Well, I'll be back at some point then. Okay, right. that sounds great. All right, thank you, Rick. Bye now. Bye, bye Rick. Bye. Thanks, Rick. Rick Emerson. <laughs> uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, awesome. 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We do appreciate it. Uh, you're all awesome. You are all awesome. Um, and thank you. Real quick of note, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are have boycotted their game right now in response to what's going on in Wisconsin. Oh, wow. So okay. The NBA might not be happening. Uh, but that, just putting that out there, that's happening in real time right now. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.